0: Hey, my friends, welcome
1: to American Sex, a podcast dedicated to normalizing conversations about pleasure and alternative sexual expression by challenging those puritanical, backward-ass ideals that we have here in the United States. This is episode 152 of American Sex Podcast. I'm Sunny Megatron, and my co-host is Ken Melvoin-Berg. We're both sexuality educators, Pleasure advocates and were kinky perverts too that happened to be married to each other. This week is all about the D, specifically blowjobs, you know, with a little hand jobs and other pleasure tips thrown in too. And it is with none other than Carly S. Carly is the queen of wands pleasure educator, porn star, model, sex blogger, and bad bitch from the Bronx. She's been a manager of some of New York City's hottest award-winning sex toy stores. She's been featured as a sex educator in Exotica, Cycles and Sex, sex expo and also as a cosmopolitan contributor and on countless podcasts she's also polyamorous a thick as hell woman of color that will either rock your world or ruin it as a proud virgo In this conversation, we cover the psychology of blowjobs, you know, whether it's giving or receiving, is it a submissive act, a dominant one, and does how you view it in a power dynamic sense have an impact on how much you enjoy it? We talk negotiating, uh, swallowing, why some people orgasm while giving a blowjob, You'll also learn important penis anatomy, tips and tricks with condoms, why lube is super important, what to do with the balls, gagging, how to handle foreskin, deep throating, combating a sore jaw, Or small mouth and maneuvering around sharp teeth and a whole bunch more. And I'm telling you, this episode is perfectly timed. I did that on purpose because I know, you know, some of y'all might be doing something for Valentine's Day. So you can try out some of these tips and tricks that you're going to learn in this episode for your Valentine's Day adventures. But before we roll that conversation, you know, I got some ball washing to do, which is what we call housekeeping here on American Sacks, and I've also got a special little bonus for you because, yeah, Valentine's Day is here. It almost—it's coming up fast, and especially if you're going to order something because I know all all y'all you're staying home, you're not out shopping, you don't have that much time. So if you're wondering, Oh, man, what the heck am I going to do for my special whoever or even you know, sometimes your special whoever is yourself. uh, You know, I got you I have a couple ideas that might be just perfect. Now, as always, I want to remind you that many of the products that I mention on the show, not just this one, but all of them, maybe from affiliates or sponsors, but you know that we never suggest anything we don't wholeheartedly believe in, and use ourselves. So when it happens to work out that some of our recommendations line up with a sponsor or two, then you get some discounts, plus you help support the show. So it's win-win. So first, oh man, okay, if you or your partner have a clit or any small sensitive area that you want to stimulate, a strong bullet vibrator is a must-have. Now there's plenty of Bullet vibrators that, you know, go on the internet, go whatever sex toys store. There's tons of them, but it's really hard to find a super strong one. And now that we're, you know, shipping things from online, we're not going into stores as much where we can test the power on our own hands. It's even more difficult to find one that really knocks your damn socks off. The Femme Fun Ultra Bullet has been my bullet recommendation, my straw, like if you want strong, good quality bullet recommendation since 2018. I declared it at that point, one of the best bullet vibes on the market, hands down. And what has it been? Three years almost? In my mind, it is, that's now enough time to achieve timeless classic status. This vibrator has even won awards and not just for me, you know, like real awards. It's made from soft premium silicone and I'm powerful, powerful, powerful. I cannot say it enough. It's rechargeable, waterproof, has 20 vibration modes and a memory function so you can start out where you last left off and you don't lose your place. My new favorite from Fem Fun, brand new to me at least, I just tried this the booster rabbit. Okay, so I am a sucker for dual stimulation toys like the rabbit vibes. This one's really cool. Of course, you know, like the other fem fun toys it's rechargeable made from that bubble gum, like soft liquid silicone. So it has that ultra realistic feel, right? But not only is this rabbit vibe powerful, And, you know, it does all the things that you expect Rabbit Vibes to do, but it does them really, really, really well. It's got 21 different modes. And this is the cool part. It's got an orgasm booster button. Okay. So, all right. First, the shaft on this thing, it rotates in a circle. And it's got a really good G-spot curve on it. It's nice. But the booster button, when you press it, it sends the rotating shaft into overdrive. It increases the speed for like up to 10 seconds, like a tornado. It is freaking magical. Love it. And you know, I got the special Valentine's Day hookup for you. You know, Femme Fun hooked me up, well, hooked you up. So right now, you're going to get 20% off your favorite Femme Fun products. Go to femfun.com/sunny s sunny, S U N N Y. And you have to enter my code Sunny S U N N Y at checkout. So let me spell that for you. It's F E M M E F U N N dot com slash Sunny. Plus, use the promo code Sunny at checkout, and you'll get that twenty percent off. I know it was a mouthful. So femfun dot com slash Sunny. All right, I got one more for you. Okay, it is the like. A Kitten Valentine's Couples Box. This box has everything you need for Valentine's Day and everything you need to make it fun and unforgettable and bow, bow, chicka wow wow. So you know how it is. You spend hours hunting a bunch of websites trying to find like, oh, you know, all the elements for a fun night. Oh, here's some loop. Here's some toys. Here's a sexy thing to wear. Da, da, da. Just grab the Couples Box. It's amazing. And you're set. Okay, so first of all, the presentation of this box is adorable. I just got mine delivered to me last week. And of course, you know, I had to peek in it. I gotta tell you, it's really cute. Okay, so there's graphics all over the box on the inside, on the sides, on the bottom, everywhere, you open it up. And inside, All of the items inside are encased beautifully in this like red and pink crinkle paper. Trust me, you could not make a gift look this good, even if you gave it your best effort. Seriously. So inside, there's a silicone vibrating cochran. It's a good one too. This heart-shaped silicone mini vibe, okay? And it looks like this cute little unassuming thing like, oh, what can that cute little thing do? Damn, it is powerful. Oh, my goodness. And in the box, there's also lube and like chocolate edible body paint, some fun games to, you know, get the bow chicka wow wow going. You can pick a sexy satin robe or lingerie, your choice, a bunch of stuff. There is over $200 worth of sexy items in this box. But for regular people, it's only $79. But you know what? You're right. You're not regular people. you Your friend of mine... So I got the hookup from Like a Kitten for you too. So right now, Like a Kitten is offering American Sex Podcast listeners 20% off plus free shipping at likeakitten.com slash sunny or you can enter the code sunny at checkout. So that's likeakitten.com slash sunny or use the code sunny at checkout. And of course, if you miss any, of the links in this episode, whether it was that link or anything we talk about, go to the show notes for episode 152 at AmericanSexPodcast.com. So you can get all of those links and all of those codes. Uh, real quick, though, another thing I like about Like a Kitten is a portion of all of their sales goes to charities that focus on women's empowerment, education and health, which is really cool. And they don't just do Valentine's Day boxes, they have stuff for, you know, bachelorette, wedding, Christmas, birthday, just because they have a la carte items. So go check them out. So hopefully if you're a little stumped, you know, and a little taken off guard, like, oh no, Valentine's Day's in less than two weeks. Hopefully this helped you out. You know, whether it's something for your sweetie or you are your own sweetie, because there is nothing wrong with getting something for yourself. So have fun couple other housekeeping or ball washing items that I want to let you know about before we get to blowjobs. I've got a couple of classes coming up, so pay attention. First, I am teaching Erotic Humiliation with Sanctuary LAX on the 24th of February. Now, this will be online, so it's on Zoom. You can go from the comfort of your own home and if you're like, oh, no, you know, humiliation, that's not my jam. I I don't know who likes that kind of stuff anyway. It's so cruel. And, you know, why would I want someone to call me hurtful names and and make me cry? Okay, stop. That is just one of many flavors of erotic humiliation. You know, it can be sensual. It can be hilariously funny where everybody involved is laughing to tears. It can even be emotionally positive and empowering to the receiver of the humiliation. So in my online class on the 24th of February, I'm going to be teaching you how to find the exact type of humiliation play that best suits you. And I think you're going to be surprised. There might be some stuff you like, so don't miss it. I also have another class coming up on the 12th of February, but for this one, the details are still being finalized. But what I can tell you is I'm going to be a part of an evening of pleasure teachings. Now, Imagination, formerly known as Amy Jo Goddard, is having their erotic carnival. And this time it's going to be open to people of all genders for a pre-Valentine's Day evening of fun and pleasure learning Uh, Anything from, you know, oral pleasure to BDSM and anything in between, there are going to be multiple things you can learn about. Now, as I said, the details are still being sussed out. So I want you to watch my social media, you know, my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram. I'll be posting the details as soon as they're available. Also, reason I'm telling you about this now, even though, you know, we're still working stuff out, is American Sex Podcast is going to be on hiatus next week. So there will be no episode next week. We're going to be returning on Monday, the 15th. So I won't have a chance to tell you more about it here. So I'm telling you now. Now, lastly, we would love for you to become a part of our various communities. We have a Discord server where we talk about kink and sex and mental health, all sorts of stuff. You can join that at bit.ly slash Discord A-S-P. And lastly, you can become an American Sex Podcast Patreon member and get extra things too, like bonus stories from our guests. There is one up from Carly right now about some funky peanut butter sex. You've got to listen to this. You also get things like all of our episodes early. You're invited to patron-only hangouts. I send you American Sex Podcast stickers in the mail, and there's a lot more. So you can join at patreon.com slash American Sex. Okay, we got everything out of the way. I know it was like, this is like foreplay to the blow job. We are now going to get slobby nobby. Is that, I don't, is, was that derogatory or was that hot? I don't know. Let's get slobby nobby with Carly S. All right, American fuckers, this episode, well, I guess I, I just said before we hit record, I'm all about the puns. So this episode Will suck and will blow. You're a dick. I know. <laughs> it's not hard. But
0: ching. Okay. So, uh, hi Carly. How are you? Hi Carly. I'm doing great, and I am here for all of these dick puns.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I am. I'm really excited because you know we had. We haven't had many dick specific episodes. I want to say we had one. Um with Jim Marcus and Dirty Lola, where we talk specifically about the sex act of 69. So that sort of dabbled, you know, in a little into blowjobs, but not specifically. So this episode is all about the dick, all about the blowjobs. And I thought, who better to tell us than Carly, who, you know, has been dazzling us for years with like your blowjob classes and all of your information. And most recently, your little tips that's a dick pun too uh on on tiktok have just been tip, amazing just to see
2: how it feels yeah.
1: <laughs> your your dick tips on on tiktok have been amazing so thank you for that too
0: yeah thanks for always supporting and commenting and being amazing
2: yeah so i haven't checked are you part of dick talk then <gasps> oh <laughs>
0: So no, because every time I post a dick on TikTok, it gets taken down. I don't know how people can stay on TikTok unless they're just like vaguely talking about it. I, um, I have a question.
2: Can you do pictures of Dick Dicks, like the little deer animal, like the little <laughs> mammal?
0: I think you found the one workaround. Yeah, or
1: like Dick, uh, dick Clark, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I have I have
0: an ongoing list of like double Chandra's. i'll add that to the thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love that it i love it all right so let's 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 dive into the dicks um you know ken and i it's been a long time since ken and i have taught a blowjob class it's been a couple of years i want to say especially now with quarantine it's like
2: i'm trying to remember a we
1: don't like... want to see people in person b and then put our mouths all over demo dicks and, and, yeah. and like will we ever teach blowjob classes again is the what do you think
0: uh i mean hopefully right hopefully there is an after time there's a light at the end of the tunnel so like i've been teaching stuff online so there's there's a chance that in-person stuff will come back eventually
1: yeah yeah fingers crossed but in the meantime there there are people at home quarantined you know where at least one of those partners has a dick and they're like you know "We, we we need some help so uh when it comes to blowjobs specifically, because I know like when Ken and I teach this class, a lot of times we'll have people all over the board. And yes, in our classes specifically, there are a lot of cis women, but not always. But I've noticed specifically for cis women that give blowjobs, there is sort of psychological... um attitudes I guess all across the board from I love giving blowjobs it makes me feel so powerful to take control and oh I can have an orgasm with a dick down my throat to I hate it because I feel like I'm being you know face fucked or I'm being uh, put in a submissive position and I don't want to be so let's start there is is giving head empowering or is it a submissive act carly
0: it could be any all or none of those things really You could do it because you're doing it for your partner. You can do it because you love the submissive act of it. You could do it because you love the power that you feel when someone's stick is in your mouth. It really just depends on the dynamic that you're setting, the scene that you're, like, crafting. And, like, the power stuff that's going to go into whatever you're doing. So it really is just, like, tailored to whatever you're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know... this is always, I guess I'm going to go into like gray area. Okay. So when it comes to consent, of course we say you should never do anything that you're not comfortable with doing. You know, if someone's like, I don't want to give blowjobs and that's it. Cool. You know, but I also encourage people to examine why they don't like something and to like, I don't know, you know. Give it a good think. I guess you know, without again, without violating their boundaries or their hard limits.
0: Is there going to be things that could add things that will make it more enjoyable for you? Like, Mm -hmm. could a wearable vibrator make it enjoyable for you, or like a suction cup dildo, or like something that's just going to provide you pleasure while you're doing something for someone else? Yeah, you can add things that are more enjoyable for it, or even just adding like chocolate syrup or whipped cream if that's going to keep you entertained. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes yeah and you know i i often encourage people to find that sweet spot no pun intended with the chocolate <laughs> sauce and the whipped cream or maybe pun intended but to to find that, that, that th-
2: pun was totally intended it
1: was totally intended to find that that thing that may like figure out what makes it not enjoyable for you and then what can you add to make it enjoyable and oftentimes people will find maybe what was like i don't know what a knee-jerk reaction no turns into oh well me I never thought about it that way oh I can I can try this or that so how can somebody I don't know get to that point with their partner is is blow are blowjobs or you know penis pleasure in general something we should be negotiating with our partner like how how do we I mean I
0: think anything that involves your body should be negotiated for like if it involves my hand my mouth my any hole like you should be asking me like how i feel about it and like how you can make it more comfortable for me right Mm -hmm. that's just like ideal sexual situations for any sex act is like how can i make this enjoyable how can i make this situation shared pleasure right that's the goal shared Mm -hmm. pleasure So, like i i think like the number one thing i say in the class all the time is that like i can give you a million and one tips and tricks that have worked for all the people that i've slept with or all the people that like have come to these workshops and it doesn't um it's not going to be A substitution for actually talking to your partner Mm -hmm. because you just never know what they're going to enjoy. So, like talking to them in the first place, you're going to figure out what they enjoy, so that there isn't those like oopsie moments of like crossing someone's boundaries or doing something that they already know they don't enjoy.
1: Right. Yeah. So let's say I am the person with the penis, and I am going to have a a penis pleasure moment with a new partner. And this is the first time we've done it. And I am sensing or maybe I'm not even sensing, I just don't know that my partner might be a little apprehensive or kind of not know what my style is. I don't know what their style is. So I want to take the lead and start that conversation. What kind of things should I ask? How do I start the conversation? What should I you know, like, hey, do you like to swallow? Hey, like, how do we jump into that?
0: I mean, I always like to recommend that people have those conversations before the heat of the moment, Mm -hmm. because in the moment you're probably naked or in some state of undress, you're vulnerable emotionally and physically like you should have this conversation when all the blood isn't in your genitals and it's in like the big <laughs> upper brain want <Yeah>, so, <laughs> that because, blood in the frontal lobe <laughs> yeah, you, you want all the blood in the right brain and not the lower brain so that you can make decisions and also planning is important because like that's the thing, like if we don't have the conversation of where are you going to come until the moment you're coming then you're probably just going to come wherever the fuck your dick is right so like having these conversations before can prevent things that are like uncomfortable like i don't know like shoving someone's head down or like things that people might not like but also like planning ahead so like if you know that you're someone that will not swallow or doesn't want to come in your mouth, like, have a plan B. Where are you going to come? Are you going to come on my tits, in my hand? Are you going to come in my mouth and I'll immediately spit it into a cup that's on the nightstand? Like, planning ahead makes your life easier.
1: Planning ahead. That's a pumped a pump. planning a- ahead.
0: Okay, <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> my brain won't stop. So, okay, there are some people who... They are blowjob givers, and they're like, I don't know what it is, but a dick in my throat makes me so horny. I get so aroused. Some people, you know, say I can have an orgasm by giving head. So, one, how common is this? And, like, why are some people just so sexually aroused with a dick in their throat?
0: I mean, listen, you're going to have to ask those people because, unfortunately, I'm not one of them. Um, But with that being said, like, the appeal, I think, is, like, the pleasure that you're giving your partner and the control. That's the thing that I've noticed with, like, the folks that are, like, very into, like, giving head is that they're like, oh, I love that I can, like pull this pleasure out of my partner yeah. and like they're the ones that are like giving all this pleasure and in control of all this pleasure. And like that seems to be the really winning part of it. Not so much like the the slab of flesh in your mouth, but like the pleasure that your partner is going to give you based on like the things that your magical mouth is providing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I've heard some theories and I, I'm the first to admit that I'm not very proficient on this and I'm just starting to learn about I know Ken's like you're not proficient about something, but about the vagus nerve. Oh, I thought you were
2: talking about blowjob. Oh, dude, you've got a black belt.
1: I'm proficient, (laughs) (laughs) but um. You know, there there are some theories that, like you know, the vagus nerve is basically this this main nerve that runs from your head to your genitals, Down to the strip and, and it, it goes. Thank you, thank you very
2: much. Yes.
1: <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Um, and that and it runs through your throat. So there are some theories. Hmm. that you know your throat is sort of connected through your genitals through your vagus nerve and i don't know how much of this it ken's looking at me i'm about to say it i don't know how much of this is like legit science and how much is this is
2: like
0: i mean i will say like i am a firm believer that like if you put your mind to something and you eroticize it, it can make you come. So like the power, like the biggest sex organ is your mind. And if you can like get your mind there, then like your body response will follow. So like, sure. Why not? (laughs) Exactly. Whether
1: it's true or not, if you believe it and that placebo effect is getting you off more power to that placebo effect. That's what I say. Yeah. So, okay. Um, anatomy. How important is it to know about the specifics of penile anatomy when you're pleasuring it? Or is it just like, you know, shake it around and suck it and it feels good?
0: It's a little bit of both. I mean, at the base is like, put it in your mouth and like, pay attention to your partner, right? If they're Mm -hmm. pulling away from you, ease up. If they're pushing towards you, keep going, right? But I really want people to think of anatomy as like everyone has the home field advantage because knowing the pleasurable parts of anatomy and how they work for all bodies is a really easy way to like translate the things that you enjoy to your partner, but also like think of new ways to stimulate their body. Mm -hmm. Um, As you know, in utero, we all start out exactly the same and our genitals either stop growing and stay a clit or they keep growing and they become a penis.
1: Mm -hmm. So I want to reiterate that for people listening who just had their fucking (laughs) minds blown. Yes. Go research that American fuckers. It is true. And I think it's hilarious because the people who are like, you know biblical people women are made from the Mm -hmm. rib of man it's like no bitch we all had a clit (laughs) your dick came from our clit so exactly yeah and
0: like people always are like oh well gay guys have home field advantage because they have a dick and it's like sure they have a dick but we all have similar genitals and they all function the same way a clit and a head of a penis Similar. So if you're like focusing on the clit, you want to do like circular motions, vibration, that sort of thing. Same thing on the head of a penis like pointy tongue gonna feel real great on the head vibration gonna feel really good like right under the head uh the shaft isn't going to be as sensitive so like squeezing stroking will feel good just like long like passes of your hand on someone's vulva because that's where like the legs of the clit would lay Uh or like if you're thinking of it as a shaft like your shaft is your labia right so just thinking of it in terms of that gives you more of an idea of like pleasure for all bodies so like if you're like my nipples feel really good Touch your partner's nipples. Everyone has nipples, right? Everyone has a butthole. Everyone has like a hot button, either a clit or a head of a dick. Like we all have the same bits. It's just a matter of figuring out how you like to stimulate it. And like not inherently knowing isn't a problem because none of us are taught pleasure based anatomy. Most people don't know this fact. So like learning it now and then like going and exploring that way is just like a mind opening thing to people. Uh, I
1: love that. And you know, it's a lot of people, especially when you're first starting to explore your sexuality. And if you are sleeping with someone who has genitals that are different than the ones that you own, oftentimes it is like, whoa, I'm like on a, you know, this is a different universe. I have no idea where to begin. It's so intimidating. What do I do with balls? Oh my god. (laughs) And if you think about, you know, like you said, if you think about it, it's like, it's really the same stuff. It's just laid out a little differently and mm-hmm. then factor in the variable that people have different sensitivity sensitivity mm-hmm. levels and different preferences. It's like, oh, okay. That's not so intimidating exactly. at, at that rate. Yeah, yeah. So when we hear people talk about penile anatomy or, you know, pleasure anatomy, specifically when it comes to the penis, you hear a lot about, the frenulum Mm -hmm. so is the first of all tell us you know what is and where is the frenulum and is it really all that like what do we do with it
0: Yeah. So, i mean the frenulum is right underneath the head of the penis so like it's going to be packed with all those nerves Mm -hmm. so that's the part where like if you're using a vibrator on a penis or like something that's broad it'll feel really good there so like thinking of it as like the underside of your clit could be a really good way to kind of get that knowledge to your brain. Ooh.
1: I like that because that's my favorite clip part is Me like, too. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I know, like, when I, before I was a sex educator, before I knew anything about penile anatomy, and, you know, I used to talk with my friends about sex and stuff. We used to call it, what do we call it? That vein under the head. It's not really Mm -hmm. a vein, but I mean, that's what we thought we didn't know. But yeah, like, we knew it possessed some sort of magic. We just didn't know what, or
0: we were just like, put your tongue there. Yeah. It felt intuitive to put your mouth on it, right? I'm going to fuck without my tongue. (laughs) yes yes
1: <laughs> yes 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 so um okay how important is lubrication whether it's for hand jobs or even blow jobs like people think well my mouth is wet do I need more lube
0: do I, I? so happy that you asked me that because I have gone on other shows and like when I have given them the number one tip to make a blow job better it's always lube mm-hmm spit makes terrible lube spit dries up St- spit like doesn't smell great all the time <laughs> like it doesn't stay wet the kind of spit that you would need would be like hawking a loogie from the back of your throat and like most folks don't want to do that so like adding lube is going to be the difference between like licking your lips and adding chapstick <gasps> So, like, licking your lips and, like, spit will make it wet, but using lube, aka, like, chapstick-type stuff will keep it wet. So, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, having a dry mouth or, like, smoking a lot and getting a dry mouth or whatever reason. Just, like, adding lube will help. Also, adding lube, if you're trying to deep throat, is, like, one of the biggest things that I could, like, one of the biggest tips I can give. Because it's going to help everything slide and not, like, choke you up. Yeah. Oh,
1: I love that. Okay. I have two questions. One about the lube and then about the deep throw. Mm-hmm. So the lube, I have my own preferences, you know, uh, water based versus, uh, what's the other one? Silicone, my brain, my brain. So I have my own preferences depending on like if I'm using a condom or not, which is a yeah. whole different conversation. What are your lube preferences for blowjobs and why or pros and cons, I guess, of each?
0: silicone is always going to be best for like hands stuff because it's like silicone doesn't get absorbed into your skin. So it's going to stay slippery forever until you like wash it off with soap and water. So like it is immaculate for hand stuff. Cause you're not going to have to reapply it a million times. Right. Um, I don't love it for blowjobs because it like tends to feel a little oily in my mouth. Mm. um that's a personal preference which like if it doesn't bother you it's completely safe to ingest yeah see Um, i
1: love silicone for blowjobs
0: i like don't like silicone in general so like i i prefer like a thick water-based lube okay but like yeah but if i'm gonna do a silicone lube it's gonna be uber lube because it has um vitamin e in it so i like to moisturize as i you know work smarter not harder Yes, you, you end your blowjobs with a nice moisturized hand. It's, <laughs> it's, it's double duty. I love it. Um love and then, it. Yeah, and then if I'm doing a water based, I like it to feel really natural. Like my absolute favorite is Liquid C because mm. it has carrageenan and it just like stays really slippery a long time. Um, and then if I'm looking for something a little thicker, I like like Intimo water based lube. Ooh,
1: nice. So I've noticed, like for me. um with condoms and like when we teach our blowjob classes we have demo dicks and we hand out condoms to everyone and for for condom blowjobs we recommend silicone because a silicone is packed yeah it's packaged yeah. with a condom and b like water-based lube and a condom they tend to like oh, yeah. gum up and get weird like they just don't yeah for work sure. well together so let's talk about uh Blowjobs and condoms, because that's you know you say blowjob and condom and people wilt like flowers. Yeah, they're like, oh, what's the point?
0: Um, should we be should we be using condoms with blowjobs? And you you are not if you're not fluid bonded with somebody you should be using a barrier because you just don't know right especially like now we're all like hyper aware of germs like no one wants to say they got an sti from like sucking a stranger's dick right like it's it's not fun it's preventable so like use a condom It, it there are ways to make them not so terrible
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: one of the sexiest times I've ever had was with a sex worker in the Netherlands who did a little trick where, um, and it's the same thing that you teach in our class, honey, I mean, where she put it in the mouth and then oh, unrolled yeah. it as it went. Yeah. But um, Because like the first thing they do, they have to inspect you and wash you off. And then automatically, even when you're flaccid, they do that. Oh, wow. And they do it while wiggling their butt and they have all sorts of little tricks to catch your eyes. So that's really it cool. It works really well.
1: I, well yeah. You want to have a dick fun. and go to the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I I have to say, though, my one, I I like to, I don't know, maybe this comes from the sadist part of me, like, I like to teach people lessons when they least expect they're going to get a lesson taught to them. And I used to love it when we would teach our blowjob classes, because like I said, we had the demo Um, Sometimes we'd use bananas, sometimes we'd use, we'd have had like a special uh, dildos that we had, and people could join along in class and practice the different moves. And we would hand everyone a flavored condom and be like, you are not putting your mouth on this without, you know, because hygienic purposes, just being in a room with a bunch of people putting your mouth on something, you want to put a condom on to make it clean. But also, like, I could see the fear in their eyes, because they're like, Mm I have never used a condom with a blowjob. I I would never in my life consider I would ever do a blowjob with a condom. This I can't believe I have to do it. But now I'm stuck. I got to do it. I'm in the class. And then watching everyone do it going, oh, this actually wasn't so bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, there are blowjob tricks that I can do with the condom that I wouldn't be able to do if I didn't have the condom. Oh, and I, I hope that some of those people took that unexpected experience they thought they would hate off into the world and had some safe sex that they wouldn't have had otherwise so totally
0: and there are ways to make the condoms feel better first of all look at the condom that you're using if you're using like just some like generic condom you can make that experience better try uh um skin they make what polyisoprene condoms Mm -hmm. so it's non-latex which like warms up to body temperature a little bit more Mm -hmm. lots of folks like that Or you could do, um, I'm trying to remember which condom brand does it. I think it's the one condom brand, but they have uh, where the head is like flared out.
1: So the head will get
0: more sensation, but it's not looser on the shaft, so it won't slip off.
1: Yes. yes. And then
0: also like adding silicone lube before you roll the condom down on the head will add more sensation to the head, which is where you want it.
1: Right. Right. So American fuckers listening who are like, I'm never going to don't knock it. Try it. You might be surprised and you'll be safer. Um, okay. So now let's get to the technique. So I'm going to go back in my mind when I was a, a wee brand new sexual person first experiencing my first penises. And also and- a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> and I was a leprechaun. Um, and, and, I didn't know what to do with a dick in my mouth. So my, in my mind, I would think about what I saw in porn and just like the stereotypes that I had learned about um, sexuality for people with penises. And it was like faster, harder. Rah, right. And okay. and at like as fast as fucking possible. And my goal was I am going to turn my mouth into a vacuum cleaner. And suck as hard as I can. And it it was miserable. Like, everything hurt. I was like, you know, like, and my thoughts were like, I'm going to die. I'm not going to make it out of this alive. Um, so I have learned over the years that it's definitely not the only way to give a blowjob. So...
0: Let's go I, have there. A, I have a funny story about that oh tell me tell me, tell me. <laughs> there was i was hooking up with this couple years ago uh-huh. and i had like just gotten out of a relationship with a guy that liked me to suck really hard so i was like sucking like not super hard but like i guess harder than this person was used to and like he was like you're not trying to suck the chrome off of a motorcycle like relax <laughs> <laughs> I was like, geez. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, that is one thing, like you had mentioned before, like for the shaft, like mm-hmm. pressure and th- like, I remember when I first got with you, Ken, like you like a lot of pressure, not with the mouth, but with my hand.
2: Oh, yeah. Like my well, hand I mean, I is my secret weapon. You know, there's, there's a secret to being a receiver of blowjobs. And I think that it's sort of letting people know about wetness tempo how Mm -hmm. fast you want it going and about pressure like all of those things Mm -hmm. need to be communicated
0: you you just quoted my slide (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) i have a whole slide about like basics of like hand jobs is like wetness pressure angle and like tempo
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs)
0: So, There's how also I, the angle. The angle's important, too. If you're, like, changing up the position, you're also, like, changing up the angle of the penis, which can feel different.
1: Absolutely,
2: yeah. So wait, you make g- it, you give make us it some go-
1: angle pointers oh, here. Yeah, yeah was, so,
0: like, nor- Yeah, normally if you're just, like, between someone's legs, if you're, like, switching your body so that you're on the side and you're leaning over, you're pulling the skin, like, tauter and also, like, just changing up the angle that you're sucking it so it's going to feel different.
1: Ooh. Now I gotta, I'm, like... I gotta think more about my angles. No, <laughs> okay. Anyway, you can adjust
2: those a little bit by raising the knees to the chest, and then the penis is going to go inside a little bit. Yeah, go, like, take the root and go a little bit more.
1: I like it. So, with people with clitorises, you know, there there is a thing that we all say is like once you find a consistent pattern rhythm that the receiver is into. And then they really start like getting into it. And you're like, the person giving has this tendency to like, no, I'm going to go faster or harder. And we're always like, don't fucking change. Mm -hmm. Keep consistent. Keep your rhythm. Keep. So is that only with clitorises or is it the same for people with penises?
0: No, I think it's the same for everybody like depending on the person. Of course there's going to be someone who like wants you to get more intense. And like I'm sure they'll be able to verbalize it to you, but like maintaining what you're doing for at least like 60 seconds to 2 minutes so that someone can get into the flow of what you're doing is the only way to truly know if what you're doing is enjoyable because if you just do it for a couple seconds, it's not a good gauge of if you actually like it or not.
1: Right, right. So all right. As somebody who I have TMJ, which is like, you know, jaw issues. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a a very small mouth, like my dentist, which who I did not blow. I did not find it out because I was blowing my dentist. But when I was at the dentist, he has to use pediatric size instruments. They said the same thing to me.
0: Really? I was like This is so awkward. Why are you making it so weird that my mouth is small? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is hilarious. That is hilarious. So I feel like I have found a workaround because people you automatically assume if someone's got a small mouth, well, they they must not be able to give good blowjobs. And it's like, oh, ha ha smoke and mirrors. I have hands. I have mm-hmm. different things that I can do where it's like you can't tell where my mouth ends, where my hand begins, what what exactly is happening, you know. Um. So let's let's talk about Licking and doing other things that don't just involve like turning your mouth into a vacuum cleaner. Can we make the majority of our blowjob, if we have jaw issues or whatever it is, can we make the majority of our blowjob, or at least a good part of our blowjob, hands, licking, things that don't put pressure on our mouths? How do we do that so we don't seem like we're, I don't know, slacking off?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, when you're thinking of it anatomically, the most, like, pleasure that a penis is going to get is going to be, like, vibration and, like, stroking and, like, suction and things like that at the head and then solely stroking on the shaft. So, like... While your mouth can stroke, it's really more effective to use your hands. And mm. I absolutely love incorporating like a-, a sleeve that's open on both sides yes. so that you are using it on the shaft and it's almost feeling like you're deep-throating because the sleeve is going to mimic the feeling of a mouth as long as you're using lubricant with it. So like focusing on like using sleeves and your hands and stroking the shaft while you're using your tongue to do stuff to the head and like suck and tease and lick and do that is going to be way more effective and also way easier on your jaw. This, like like, yes. you just want to take, I loved, my favorite class to teach was taking the job out of blowjob. That's I a great loved, title. Yeah, I love to talk about all the different toys that you can incorporate to like, basically let them do most of the work for you.
1: Mm, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we mentioned deep throating a few times. And I think for a lot of people... That is the ultimate. Like, I will be a blowjob, you know, queen, king, royalty boss, whatever, you know, royalty title you want to use. Uh, once I can really deep throat without gagging, and blah, 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 blah. is it necessary? How important is the deep throat? And are our blowjobs not as good if we can't deep throat? <laughs> I think we can all agree that dating during a pandemic is tough. Well, don't worry. There is optimism with Valentine's Day right around that corner. I want you to be prepared for the holiday by presenting the prettiest under area possible. And that's why our sponsors Manscaped have created products that will make your V-Day date say, wow, what a great set of balls you have there so you can't think of what to get your honey this year, Manscaped is the perfect gift for both of you. The best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It's the ultimate hygiene package for your below the waist grooming needs. The Perfect Package 3.0 is led by the revolutionary Lawnmower 3.0 Trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's also waterproof, which allows you to groom in the shower and prevents a pube murder scene on the bathroom floor and in the sink. This package also includes their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Ball Reviver Ball Toner. These products keep your boys from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with a pair of manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. Hey, this is the perfect package for your perfect package. And I got something for you, 20% off plus free shipping with the code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y at manscaped.com. Yeah, you heard me right, 20% off free shipping with the code S-U-N-N-Y at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. This year, turn your intentions into reality. Whether you're looking to try plant-based eating, build an empowered body, boost your skin's glow, or simply feel your very best, Saqqara makes it easy. Saqqara is a wellness company rooted in the transformative power of plant-based food. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful, plant-rich ingredients, and they're designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their menu of creative, chef-crafted breakfasts lunches and dinners changes weekly so you'll never get bored and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the United States. Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Saqqara also offers daily wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. Saqqara's supplement packs called The Foundation and their metabolism super powder deliver support for gut health, energy, immunity and healthy skin. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, The New York Times, and more. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to slash sunny s-u-n-n-y or enter the code sunny at checkout that's sakara s-a-k-a-r-a dot com slash sunny to get 20 percent off your first order that's sakara.com slash sunny
0: i don't think that anyone is going to be upset that their dick is in your mouth Uh, But not down your throat at the end of the day, right? Like, and if someone is really being like an asshole about it, don't suck their dick, right? They don't deserve (laughs) blowjobs. Like, if they're making you feel bad for things that you don't feel comfortable doing or that you just don't want to do, then like maybe you shouldn't be fucking them, right? Like, yeah. I know that it's pandemic and like we're ch- kind of stuck with each other now. But like if you're in a relationship and someone makes you feel like shit, like get rid of them. There's so many people in this world that you are going to find the lid to your pot and you don't have to deal with a lid that doesn't fit.
1: Ugh. yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So speaking of if someone's not treating you right and yada yada, there's a lot of talk, especially in heterosexual couplings about, you know, quote, Returning the favor, like, well, if he always expects you to blow him and he doesn't go down on you, that's some bullshit. And then other people say, yeah, but like, you know, people are allowed to have boundaries, and maybe that's a, a legit boundary, and that person doesn't want to eat someone out for whatever reason, but it's legit. Like, where is that balance? Where is the kick this fucker to the curb versus oh, maybe this is a legit boundary. Like, how do we suss that out?
0: I mean, is at the end of the day, is the thing that they're not doing something that you can live without? Because as much as you love this person, if a part of your life is feeling unfulfilled because they don't want to participate in it, and, like, unless it's due to, like, trauma or something like that that you can work on together, if it's just purely, like, misogyny, I don't eat pussy, then, like, dump (laughs) them. Yes. Amen. Yeah.
1: So, all right, teeth. This is a huge problem, especially like for someone like me with a small mouth and really jacked up teeth. Like I have some sharp edges in there. Uh, so how do we – I have always heard the recommendation, oh, shield your teeth, like your front teeth, with your lips. And I'm sorry. I'm s- supposedly a professional, but that does not work. My lips just peel right back when I go down on the yeah. shit. Like, that is the worst advice. And everyone's like, well, just shield your teeth with your lips. It's really easy. And I don't understand this.
0: So let's talk about yeah quote shielding our teeth. Is that a thing? If I not don't how- think so okay. I yeah, I think that like if you can't open wide enough to get your partner in, then like just focus on what you can without scraping them. Because like covering your teeth with your lips is just like I don't think it's a viable option. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just also
2: if you have a beard and you're covering your teeth with your lips, you're gonna get some major like scruffage yeah. going on there. Oh God! The
1: yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I just that was the advice, and <laughs> I don't know if they're still. Ge- yeah, I'm looking at Ken's doing it with his like <laughs> facial hair. That's just and
2: that's just regular, and that's not deep in. But you know, that, yeah,
1: that sounds that's miserable. A oh my God. So you know, and I don't know if this was just bad sex advice. From like, you know, the the front of Cosmo, uh, Cosmo yeah. and like what is it uh Penthouse magazine, like well, shield your teeth with your lips. I don't know if people are still saying this, but it was everywhere, like when I was a teenager and a young adult. And I feel do like people that's still like some
0: brilliant this? advice from like men who don't actually suck dick.
1: Ah, okay. <laughs> this is making a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, because I just don't feel like someone that actually has had a dick in their mouth would ever say that. <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's thank you because
1: i'm just like you know you know when there's like something glaringly wrong and you're just like am i the only one that sees the pro? so thank you for validating I that it's kind me. of a
2: gen x and boomer issue though i don't really see millennials or zoomers talking about this issue okay okay it's so, kind of like quicksand like we were more worried about like gummers <laughs> and we more worried about quicksand
1: okay okay
0: good 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 um so let
2: tell me if i'm wrong by the way carly like it's
0: I don't know. I'm pretty concerned about quicksand
2: (laughs) (laughs) while giving blowjobs.
0: Yeah, oh, especially while giving
1: blowjobs. Oh, I'm thinking of like a predicament scene. (laughs) Like, you have to make the person come from a blowjob before you sink sink (laughs) under the quicksand.
2: What will happen first? Like, this needs to be a game show. Man, no, I want quicksand in a submissive. This sucks.
0: (laughs) When you're in Vegas. I feel like you'll have the best way to get quicksands like going than anywhere else. That's, That's true.
1: true. God, now I'm like, how do we, let's go out to Red Rock
0: Canyon and make
2: some quicksands. I bet there is some out uh, at Red Rock. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. So let's say, yeah, I have really mm. janky teeth, and uh, is it acceptable for me to give a blowjob where, let's say, I just have the head in my mouth? And the rest is hands or maybe like licking where I'm not having the dick in my mouth. Is that a a quote acceptable blowjob? Will it feel good?
0: Yeah, absolutely. As long as you're putting in the work to please all of the penis, then it it shouldn't matter like where that pleasure is coming from.
1: Mm. Good, good, good. Okay. So speaking of, you know, pleasuring all the penis tell me some considerations that we have to factor in if we are blowing someone either with a much smaller than average size penis or a much larger than average size penis. Are there things we need to take into consideration?
0: I don't think there's anything specifically in terms of like the size, I would say in like, in terms of anybody like watching them touch themselves first is a really good way to get an idea of like how folks like to be touched. uh, (laughs) That's probably
2: the single best advice in all of sex ed right there. If you have a partner.
0: Yeah. Like watch them, see how they touch themselves and then just like follow their lead. But like in terms of like specific things for size, I think it depends on the person and like exactly what you're working with. So I can't give like a broad. Yeah, tip. But I will say a tip, tip, tip. with, like, specifically the foreskin, because folks forget that, like, penises have foreskins, is, like, checking in, like, how much you can pull it back, because everyone is going to be different. Some folks can completely re- retract it, and some folks can't. Um, and also, like, using it as its own sleeve sometimes can feel really good. There's lots of nerve endings in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think a lot of people, like, not so much anymore, because as more and more people get born people aren't circumcising as much so i would say like in gen z and even younger millennials there's probably a lot less circumcised people with penises than with like gen xers or boomers like we're everyone circumcised practically you know um so Is that like what are some extra considerations so we have like know if you can pull it back or not Mm -hmm. lubricate it is there anything else we need to be aware of if we're not used to the foreskin and we're like oh I don't know what to do with it. Like, no, reassure just, us, reassure yeah, us just, here. Just
0: check in with that person and see how they like to touch it. And honestly, try touching it in new ways because a lot of folks aren't going to explore their own bodies. So, like, trying different things, try sucking on it, try adding vibration to it. But honestly, making sure it's lubricated is the most important thing.
1: Nice.
2: Is so- there any special considerations for trans cocks?
0: Uh, no. Treat them extra special because they're magical.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so balls, like what What do we do with the balls? Like again, Gargle it, them. it is, <laughs> but it's like everybody's ultimate dream, whether this is like a pie in the sky fantasy or not, to be able to deep throw all the way down and have it in the back of your throat and then stick out your tongue and lick the balls. First of all, can many people really do that? It's
0: overrated. I mean, I can do it, but it's like, Ooh. who cares?
1: <laughs> so what do we do with the balls when we're? sucking licking playing hand jobbing whatever
0: i mean honestly keep it simple ask the person if there's anything specific that they like but like honestly just having them in your hands and kind of like what's Like, what's the word? Like, just massaging them back and forth in, like, one hand is going to be enough for most people. Because I think people overthink it, and, like, these are small, sensitive areas, so, like, really just, like, massage them, maybe suck on them a little, maybe some vibration on the taint, but, like, don't do too much to them, unless the person, like, knows what they like
1: right and they're like hang hang an anvil off of my testicles yeah or, you know, have you, know, you guys not heard... King shame everyone's into their own thing <laughs> have
0: you guys heard
1: about the baldo
2: yes yes we okay were... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> i was gonna bring this up too but... so, <laughs> so
0: yeah talk I might to me be, i might be working with them we're in talks right now so so can I... you explain
2: what the baldo
1: is
0: the baldo is basically like a shorter dildo that can harness onto your balls so that it makes penetrating someone with your balls possible. So, okay, I have
1: like, I don't have balls. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have very mixed feelings. Part of
0: me's like, oh, cool, a new thing. And part of me's like, what? <laughs> I mean, TBD right like we'll see how it works on like individual levels but like Mm -hmm. it sounds like a really cool concept because thinking of it as like your hole is sucking this person's balls like that's cool and also like it's just like I I love perverts so much because they're just like I want to do this weird thing with my body and I'm gonna create the tool to do it. And I fucking love that so much. That's why I want to work with him so badly. I'm like, yes, let me help you sell your unusual ball thing. So
1: I I have a question. We used to call that
2: space docking, by the way. What oh yeah, space docking. Space docking sticking your balls in somebody's vag.
1: So because I know when I had um learned about the baldo in some of the literature, they talked about a ballgasm, like having a special orgasm from your balls. Have you firsthand experienced someone having a ballgasm? Like, do you know anything about ballgasms?
0: I do not. uh, But like I was saying before, you can turn anything into orgasm fodder. But like, I feel like a lot of the time what's happening is that Folks are stroking their penis while they're doing it or like something else is happening to their penis. And then they're having a blended orgasm because they're stimulating multiple erogenous zones. But like, we'll see. But the thing that I'm interested about with the Baldo is also something I want to talk about with balls. is just like ball stretchers and like weights. Yeah. So like tugging can feel really good. And like ball stretchers sound way more kinky than they are. Um, because all they do is they pull the skin away from the body. So it doesn't do anything to the testicles themselves. It just elongates the path from like the balls to ejaculation. Because, you know, when someone is getting close to come, their, their balls get sucked really close to their body. So mm-hmm. by preventing that, you make um, it harder to orgasm, but then more intense when they finally do orgasm because you're elongating that path. So like, I think ball uh, stretches are really great. And also if folks like the sensation of tugging on the balls, like adding weights to it can be really fun
1: and then that that brings me back to the baldo because like you know i was formerly a marketer i worked at a big ad agency for like huge brands and stuff so of course i go to my like how how big of an audience is there to for a thing to penetrate somebody like is this a niche audience you know what i mean um but i would think if someone was wearing the baldo just doing their regular old thing Mm -hmm it's holding the balls away from the body. So I wonder if people would like just wearing it because it's like giving your balls a, you know, a different kind of hug and some separation.
0: For sure. I had a meeting with him uh, during the trade shows and he was talking about how like just wearing it around as like a ball weight is really fun. Ah. So like, I think like it might never become mainstream, but I think that using it in that way might be more like might open the doors for more people
1: okay yeah
2: for sure i was thinking the same thing yeah it might be like you know like the a step before ox balls products yeah, yeah
1: exactly i like that okay so let's let's talk about ejaculation uh because so that you know we brought up the whole sw- spitting or swallowing thing before and there's this antiquated outdated belief that if someone doesn't swallow it means they don't love you or they don't like you as much or they're not into you and if they do swallow that you know it's better and so is there any merit to that i know the answer but i have to hear you say it
0: i have never heard that because i don't think anyone was brave enough to say that to my face
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny that yeah
0: is, and like, I, i've never really heard that like um at all really <laughs> i
1: wonder i wonder if it's also a generational thing because growing Absolutely. up gen x as a teenager and a middle schooler oh it was like oh yeah if she doesn't swallow that means she doesn't really like you da, da, da. i mean it was the the
2: I've message i've never even heard anybody say that before like i you've never heard anyone say that no it just it seemed kind of like what do you care like you would put your you know your cum on her back, on her tits, in her vag, in her ass. Like, yeah, like I, remember, what, what, what does it matter if she decides to spit, swallow, or he decides to spit, swallow? Like you know, like who cares just, where your semen goes? Maybe it was has, just north side of Chicago.
1: I don't know. I remember like it a joke. It was, it was like, what's the difference between like and love? Spit and swallow. Hmm. Uh, you, you don't know. No. Okay. Anyway, so there's there's nothing to that.
0: No. <laughs> As yeah, we're getting to, I would I would say it has more to do with a texture thing for most people than love or lust. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it really does. The like texture, Or even taste. Something. Yeah. Like if somebody smokes too much or has yeah. too much of something that's a for strong me, taste. For me, it's
0: mostly
1: texture, although yeah. taste does definitely factor in. For me, it's texture. I, it gets stuck in my throat, kind of like I was a smoker for almost 20 years. So every morning I would wake up with like the loogie in my throat, like, argh, 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 and I couldn't get it out and I'd be choking and to me swallowing cum does that i'm immediately like a cat having a hairball like ew, ew, ew. <laughs> and it's i just can't do it um and and taste as well so let's let's address is there anything they can do about the
0: texture yes. or no
1: your, texture's or your texture not and that's
0: texture texture but taste for sure
1: okay so but what do we texture, do about the taste really.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um yeah taste is really easy if you're someone that um, is dehydrated a lot or smokes a lot of cigarettes or eats a lot of like garlic or spicy foods or things like that, like your ejaculate is going to be bitter. And that's for folks of all genders. So like if you're someone with a vulva and you taste a little bitter, it's probably your diet. Um, so things that can help that drinking more water. Number one, make sure you're
2: hydrated.
0: Uh, second is eating more fruit can help. Um, and incorporating bee pollen into your diet can actually help. Huh.
2: Huh. There's actually two things that you can do to help with texture if somebody ever has a texture issue. Ooh. And that is edging and prostate milk
1: <gasps> you're right i didn't because even think of that that's yeah a good because just
2: from a you know common sense point of view it's like it's going to create so much liquid either way mm-hmm. yeah the so it's gonna going to be more watery change. it's going to be more watery so that's the only that's but it's the only way to control it that i know of other than like there are certain medicines
0: right that's awesome though i feel like a chemist while i'm edging somebody right <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs>
1: Totally. Um, Okay. So, and I know, I'm going to give my secret for, not secret, but like, I just personally uh, sometimes find it unsexy to be like, I just gave a blowjob and I'm running to the bathroom with a mouthful of cum like, "Mm,
2: mm, mm,
1: mm, 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 mm," and like I'm pointing and trying to talk and then I run to the bathroom. Sometimes I do that. And sometimes what I do is... I will have the person come in my mouth, but I'll just like leave my mouth kind of open. So it just comes right out. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. swallowing it. And then I use it for like, you know, a lazy after orgasm, like afterglow hand job and like rub it on their balls. And um, yeah. And that's, that's kind of a good way to, to not be like,
0: "Mm, mm, 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 yeah. (laughs) I always have a spit cup ready so I could spit it right out on the, on the nightstand or like if like texture or taste is really a thing, your taste buds only go but so far back on your tongue. So mm-hmm. if you can handle someone ejaculating further back and you can just like swallow it and not even deal with the taste or the texture, that's the mm-hmm. easiest way to deal with it. Ooh. If you're going See, to swallow.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not that person. But yeah. <laughs> like speaking of gag reflexes, uh, is there anything we can do to train ourselves to not have as much of a gag reflex?
0: Absolutely. Check out my TikToks. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The one with the
1: popsicle. Oh
0: that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there are things to do for your gag reflex but like in terms of deep throating the number one thing i want people to think about is like if i i use the sword swallowing analogy a lot because i really do love sword swallowers like i'm obsessed with the sideshow <laughs> <laughs> but like it really is a great analogy because if you're gonna swallow a sword you would never swallow it like straight back because you'd stab yourself in the back of the head so yeah. like if you're swallowing a sword you're gonna you're gonna like lean your head up and straighten everything out so if you line up your throat so that everything is straighter and you can have someone lower their penis into your mouth then it's gonna just line up and be way easier and then if you're using lube it's gonna slide more and then you can work on like gag reflex tips so like Mm -hmm. angle is the most important thing but then like for your gag reflex um tensing your core can help uh there's a pressure point in your left hand if you close your thumb in your fist um that can help you not gag um yeah and if you want to see exactly what i mean go to my tiktok i talk about it there
1: (laughs) nice nice and then
0: um the last like important one i would say uh, your gag reflex is the most sensitive in the morning. So practicing with your toothbrush and brushing further and further back every day can help disengage your gag reflex, which is how I learned how to sort swallow.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. See, I am a gagger. I get ga- like, I gag when I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I gag when, and this is probably why I've never thought to have a cup on the nightstand to spit the, the come into if it goes into my mouth. Cause usually if I'm holding it in my mouth for any length of time, it gets enough in my throat where it like collects, yeah. like it feels like a loogie. And so then after I spit it out, I'm like, usually do it in the sink and i run the water and i'm like "Ah, ah, and that's just not sexy to do in the bed
0: (laughs) yeah for real i yeah i totally agree also something to keep in mind if someone else is doing that and it's with someone that you're not like fluid bonded with the longer that ejaculate sits in your mouth the more of a chance it has to get into like your bloodstream and be a problem so like if you are gonna have someone ejaculate in your mouth either spit or swallow like don't let it sit there unless you're fluid bonded and okay with whatever they're passing to you.
1: And speaking of, you know, that sort of along those lines, tell me about brushing your teeth before giving oral sex.
0: Yes. Brushing your teeth actually opens up your mouth to little microscopic rips and tears, which opens you up for infection. So before a hot oral date, you want to just use mouthwash, which uh, kills bacteria, but does not open your mouth up to little micro tears. So you don't want to aggressively brush. You just want to,
1: Rinse. <laughs> that is so... Important, and it's 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 something simple that we can do or not do uh, mm-hmm. that people a lot of people don't realize. So thank you for that. Well, I had another question. Oh, I had, a,
2: I had a quick yeah. question. Like I've seen some of your TikToks, but I didn't check to see if you did. Now that I know that you do sword swallowing, do you do any <laughs> sword swallowing on your TikToks?
0: I don't own a sword to swallow anymore. But like, oh man, I would totally do TikToks, although I would probably get immediately flagged. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. They'd probably be like, this is a dangerous activity (laughs) and
0: take it down. Like, oh, God.
1: All right. Oh, this is what I was going to ask you. Gagging. Okay. so before I got kinky, I always thought if I was giving a blowjob and I had a moment where I went that it was the worst that like I was so embarrassed and oh, my God, I'm gagging. I can't handle dick. Oh, now, And I realized that. Gagging might not always be bad. So let's talk about that. Is gagging while giving a blowjob necessarily a bad thing?
0: No. I have found that most folks with a penis that are getting a blowjob, if you're gagging, they're like patting themselves on the back cuz typically it means that their dick is big enough to reach your throat. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kids clapping. Yeah, and nodding. yeah, yeah, they're like, "Yep." My dick's real big. So, like, I've never seen anyone be upset that someone is gagging. I've seen someone be like, oh, I thought you were, like, this, like, experienced dick sucker that wasn't going to gag. Like, calling someone out, but not being mad about the gagging.
1: Yeah. Gagging? And and some people actually like prefer like they want you to gag yeah they want to be like remember, i am you're choking gagging, you
0: you're, everything's flexing so it's gonna get tight and it's gonna
2: feel I'm, good i'm not for gonna the lie dick. it makes me feel like a beast it does
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah yeah
2: my dick could be half the size that it is right now and i would still feel like a beast if somebody was gagging it's not exactly. the exactly
1: yeah yeah so okay I want to wrap this up with
2: <laughs> <Ruffing>. <laughs> uh,
1: with some silicone loop. No. Um, with hand jobs. We tend to give hand jobs like, you know, second fiddle. You know, they're like, oh, just a hand job. Oh, like it's it's like, you know, almost garbage. And I mean, I don't have that attitude so like pump us up a little pump us up, <laughs> pump us up a little bit about hand jobs like can they be the main event what's great about hand jobs why shouldn't we give them like the backseat like we do
0: your hands are super dexterous so they're going to be able to do things that other parts of your body can't they can grip they can do all kinds of things you can change the angles that you're like touching someone's dick you could put the dick between like your pointer and your thumb or between like your ring finger and your middle finger and like change up the texture like that you can change directions by like stroking in two different directions there's so many things you can do with your hands and you can actually like stimulate someone's prostate from the outside with just using your hands Um, the prostate is right behind like the root of the penis. So if you put your fingers and you want to use the pads of your fingers and not the tips, so you're not like jabbing someone. But if you put your fingers on someone's taint and you press up, you can put pressure on their prostate. Or if someone has an erection and you push the root of their penis into their body, then you can put um, some pressure on the from the root of the penis onto the prostate. So like your hands can do a lot, even if they're not like going inside of someone and like your hands are amazing. Use your hands more. I
1: love it. I love it. One more thought. Oh, I had one more thought. I oh, no, just thumbs up for oh, hand she's, jobs. Yeah. A, <laughs> sorry, I was hand trying to Just awesome. hands up for thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, I, I like hand sex, I think even more than oral sex. And like for me, my oral sex does have a lot of hand. Like they yeah. definitely work in conjunction with each other. My blowjobs would not be you know, a fraction as excellent as Ken claims uh, if I didn't use my hands. Like that's, that's, that's the trick. That's the trick. Um, So let's really quickly, I want to talk about blowjobs for people who have erectile dysfunction. Maybe they, um, you know, get a weak heart on or Mm -hmm. they aren't capable of getting, you know, a a super hundred percent erect penis And a lot of people, you know, they feel embarrassed about that or whatnot. And, you know, people who don't get hard dicks can absolutely enjoy sexual activity just like anybody else can. And they shouldn't be embarrassed about it. But let's talk about can people with erectile dysfunction enjoy blowjobs? Is there anything that that they should be embarrassed about. I know the answer is no, but I have to ask you that to hear it from your own mouth. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the answer is no, you shouldn't be embarrassed, but you should find ways about like getting pleasure. So like, I can't say that because someone has erectile dysfunction, they're absolutely going to derive pleasure from like someone sucking their dick while it's flaccid, but like that could still feel really good. I would say experiment with it and don't be scared to try it just because your penis isn't erect. And Mm -hmm. also like reminding folks that like, Playtime doesn't have to be orgasm focused. It could just be yes. like body massages or like hand stuff that doesn't lead to orgasm or trying prostate massage or like whatever, like expand your repertoire. Like sex doesn't have to just be penis in whole.
2: Amen. You know, th- that actually gave me a thought. The baldo could actually be a really good, useful tool for people with erectile dysfunction.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
2: Because that's going to be the same no matter whether you're erect or not. Yeah. That's something that you can use all the, or l- at least I think it is. I haven't seen one and it right. works exactly. But- now
1: yeah. I'm so curious. Like, I'm really curious about the Baldo.
0: Yeah. I will report back when I get mine. Oh, awesome. 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 <laughs> so, all right. In,
1: in, uh, in, I'm trying to think of a dick pun. I did wrapping <laughs> this up in, I could do in conclusion, but that's a different episode. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, um, but is there anything important about penis pleasure that we glossed over, glided over kind of a pun? Anything uh, we need to know before we go that we didn't get to
0: definitely check out my blog post about like beats per minute and like making a sexual scene with like really curating the music because I have my degree in music and I know a lot about this um, and also don't forget that like blowjobs can be given on like aftermarket cocks for anybody so like anyone could get a blowjob and I have some tips on my blog if you are looking to blow someone's aftermarket not back. Ooh. Installed cock.
1: and that that is so hot to me like the first time i received mm-hmm. a strap-on blowjob was like oh my goodness like that's a whole new level
0: yeah when someone like really seriously takes your cock in their mouth you're like oh i didn't know i could feel this way
1: <laughs> yes oh my goodness yes so thank you for that thank you um And so I will have in the show notes, I'm going to have the blog post that you talked about, all of your social media information, of course, your TikToks, because they're (laughs) fucking brilliant. Um, Do you have anything else like going on or anything you, you know, any classes, anything you want to tell us about that's happening?
0: Um, I update my beacons link. I try and keep that with my like upcoming events, but I actually have to update it right now. So uh, no, No I have, have, uh, like the weekly Q and A's that I do on spectrums, Instagram. And then I'm doing like a Q and a for kink ed on February 13th, which is like, ask me anything. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Carly. This has been Enlightening, and now I hope everybody listening is going to go be like, "I'm going to go experiment with a what do I call it? optometrist sex?" So I have this thing, curly I call optometrist sex that I recommend that couples do every once in a while. You know, maybe once a month, whatever. Um, where you you bust out those moves you've been thinking about, but you're not sure if they're going to like them. So you do like when you go to the optometrist, like let's say, you know, you have a couple of new, I don't know, blowjob licks or strokes or whatever. Be like, okay, now, what do you like? Number one, Or number two, (laughs) you know, and do like the optometrist and then they tell you and give you feedback. So then when you're when you're getting down, you know exactly what they like and you have all the feedback. So go have some optometrist sex with with dicks and, you know, aftermarket factory. and So whatever kind of dick, go have some dick optometrist sex. So, yay!
0: (laughs) Thanks, Carly. No problem. Thanks for having me. Bye Bye bye. Bye.